0: Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee this morning, and enjoying a cup. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus Christ, and we just talk about how we can live from the freedom that we already have in Him in every area of our lives. Thank you for joining us today. Well I'm a little you may hear a little bit of a different background noise today. I'm I decided to have a little different scenery for my uh podcast recording this morning. I'm uh, I'm sitting outside this morning. Uh decided to get out of my studio today. So if you hear a little bit of background noise, I apologize. But I I I, I wanted to just have a little different view today, I guess, while I was recording. So uh, hopefully it won't be too much of a distraction if you hear some some birds chirping or some things like that. But uh, you know anyway so I, I I talked yesterday on on the other last podcast on how how losses in life can lead us to to a deeper awareness of Christ as our life this this path of of loss this path of of losing things in our lives, maybe things that we looked to for certain things, security or identity or things like that and we as we lose those, the invitation is to is to see Christ as our life, to trust him as our source of life. And today I want to, I've called this, but God, because I've really in this last, I don't know, several months, I've just been living in this place of that, like, but God, like, like dealing with circumstantial things in life, but God, Right. And so I, I kind of think about this, right? It's like, it's where, where, where I'm living is where I'm going to be choose to focus on. Let me give you an example. So if I'm, if I'm uh, saying things such as, well, I know God loves me, but he sure can't like me very much because of what's going on in my life and these behaviors that I'm dealing with. Well, I read about in Scripture that Christ is my sufficiency, but I don't know if I really have what I need when that temptation comes. Well, I know that God said he's pr- going to provide me wisdom and give me answers to these things, but I really do have a lot of confusion, okay? As opposed to the flip side of that, saying, uh, well, you know, I have these things that are going on in my life, X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever those are, but God is loving me perfectly in the midst of each one of those, you know i I have these temptations that still come my way, but God is the sufficiency in all of those situations uh i i you know I know that I've got some confusion going on in my life right now, and I acknowledge that, but God is leading me, guiding me, counseling me testifying to to my spirit and all these things right and so so what we choose to focus on, where we're choosing to, to, to live out of is where our focus will be. Are we going to be before the but or after the butt? <laughs> and, and, and it's important. And I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm good at this. I'm not. But God is inviting me. He's inviting us, I believe, uh, in Christ to, to focus on, on the greater reality of Christ in us, the but God. Okay, so it but notice both things are happening there. Both you're you know, you're acknowledging the difficulty, you're acknowledging the loss, you're acknowledging the challenges, you're acknowledging the temptation, you're acknowledging the feelings. But God is sufficient, but God is my life, but God is my source, but God is my everything, but God is my life in Christ. I have everything I need, so we're going to live. In one of those two focuses at any given time. And that's what I would say is walking by the Spirit. I'm focused on, we talked about in our men's group this last week, is focusing on looking to Jesus. If I truly believe that I have everything I need in Jesus, then at any given moment, this is the walking by the Spirit. I look to Jesus who lives in me. That's my hope of glory. I don't need any other special understanding or any other special um uh, you know the spirit to come down upon me. No, the spirit already lives in me. I've got everything I need. So in that moment, I can say I'm going to look to Jesus, but God, but Christ in me. And and I and I and I and this is a choice. And that to me is a practical example of walking by the Spirit, because I can also choose to focus on the first part of it, which would be more walking by the flesh. Well, I'm really confused. I'm going to try to figure this out on my own. Well, I know God's promised me wisdom, but I'm going to go. So, wherever we're living is where our focus is going to be. And so if we're living in the circumstance or from the circumstance, we're living from the wrong source. We're living from a different source that we were not meant to get life from. Okay, it's it's by that time it's got you then. Your mind is thinking about it, you're consumed about figuring it out feeling better getting better fi- fixing this situation and the only thing you can hope for to change is the circumstance well and what if that doesn't come if that doesn't come and the circumstance doesn't change well then boy you're you're up a river because um because you've you've maybe you've learned how to cope a little bit better with it but the circumstance is still the circumstance but god what is god doing within you in the midst of the circumstance what is he revealing to you what have you learned in the midst of the circumstance what all those things um you know the, the enemy i'm convinced of this more and more the enemy doesn't care how much christianese we use or how much god talk we use uh as long as we're focused on the, the circumstances the feelings the confusion the all of that which is normal for us at times to do okay? i'm not saying this but as long as he he's 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 got us there. He's got us. He keeps us there. If we stay there, though, then he's got us believing the lie. Well, God, maybe God's not a good God. I'm going through this, and maybe, I'm, maybe I really am, you know, this really is true of me. This is really not my, my true identity in him. Maybe I'll never be free of this addiction, all this kind of stuff. So he's got us. And so he's, he's, we, we, we can choose to live from the but God, Okay, we can shoot, and I'm going to read a couple of scriptures here in a minute. I want to make this shorter today, but but this is, this is it moves us, this moves us from the focusing on the confusion, the chaos, the whatever, into faith, trust, and dependence. Faith, trust, and dependence. We, I think I talked about that the last time. It's, there's this flow of faith, which God's faithful to us. It's not about, I have to come up with a whole big amount of faith, no. Faith is is the confidence that God, that I have in God, that he's going to come through. Then trust is I'm, I'm, I'm taking that step of, I'm risking my faith. I'm putting it out there and saying, I believe in you, Lord. Okay, that's, and then, and then dependence is, it's all, it's that. It's all my eggs are in that basket. So there's this flow. Faith, God's convincing me that he's a good God. I trust, that's a choice. I choose to trust him. And then dependence is that. I'm relying on him because that's where I'm going to live. I'm living in the but God. And so um, if we don't have these this confusing times in our lives, if we don't have these losses in life, if we don't have these situations that come up, then we're we're really never going to have the opportunity to exercise our faith. This is the time where we get to put our trust into action, our belief into action, because that's what faith really is. The second part of faith is is belief, okay, Uh, believing, which is a choice I'm choosing to trust God in the midst of. So, you know, I sure do feel uh, I'm pretty weak right now, which actually I'd say is a good thing, but God is my strength. Christ in me is my, my hope. You know, I'm really in a lot of pain right now, and I'm really struggling in life and just in everything, but Christ in me, but God is my full source of sufficiency, You know, I want to, I want to think, I think I want to look at this website right now or this, 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 this porn video or whatever, but I really don't. But Christ in me is my way out. Christ in me is my source and he wants me to trust him in this moment. So by faith, we can now allow Christ to respond to these situations in and through us with his life the situation may still be the same. the circumstances may still be the same, but there's a there's living from this internal reality now, the but God reality, the Christ in me reality. I have got everything I need in christ he 's already given me he 's already blessed me with every spiritual blessing and so so that this is where we this is where freedom really comes because then we can live we can actually live free from external things changing. Now hear me on that again. We can live free from the expectation or the demand that external things change. Wow. Think about this. With Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? He, he doesn't deny the situation. He, does, he knows what he's getting ready to go to do. He knows that, man, this is going to be painful. This is going to be hurtful. This is going to be awful. And he felt overwhelmed. He didn't deny his feelings. He doesn't deny his thoughts. He actually expresses them to God. He says that, God, if there's any other way, if there's any other way, but what does he do? He chooses to live from the father rather than from his feelings, rather than from the circumstances in front of him. He looked to the situation, but he didn't ask God to change it for him. Notice that. Okay. He does he does say yes if you want to take this cup from me, but he also says in the he lives after that. He lives but God your will be done. Not my will, but your will. That's that's how we we can choose to operate. We can choose we can choose to operate from Christ as our life, from living from the source of him in the but God We can put the stuff in the beginning of it. We can still acknowledge it, yeah, but you know, God, right now my marriage is not going very well, but I trust you, Lord, that you're working in my life. You know, Lord, my kids are rebellious right now, but I'm trusting that you're working in their life because you are in their life and you are their sufficiency. You know, Lord, work right now is really frustrating and disappointing. I'm discouraged, but God, I'm trusting you that you are working in me and I want to learn what I can learn in the midst of this difficulty right now. You know, there's so many of those kind of but gods in the Psalms, right? It's like, it's like David crying out, like, "Oh Lord, I'm so down. Why is my soul so downcast?" Right? Like, 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 "Oh Lord, consider me, hear me, Lord. You know, counsel me, Lord. You know, answer me. All this kind of kind of stuff. And and then and then it's like he, he in the end, he's like, but God. But, but I've trusted you, but I but I put my hope in you, but I've trusted in your loving kindness. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing of the Lord. Look at the but, but, but. <laughs> Look at where you're living. And so my question is, just to encourage us, this is not a condemning thing, but where are you living from today? Because that is a choice. That can be something that... You know, even in dealing with uh, addictive behaviors, dealing with a pornography addiction, where are you living from today? Are you still living in the, well, I'll never be free of this. Um, The temptations just don't ever go away. I don't know that I actually have what it takes to be able to resist these temptations. Or are you living from, well, but God, Christ in me, I'm dead to sin, I'm alive to God. I've got the full sufficiency of Christ in me, and his grace is going to teach me to say no to those things. The situations don't change. Oftentimes they don't. Sometimes they do, but oftentimes they don't. But what can transform? That's the word I use. What can transform? It's where we're living from. What source we're living from? Are we living from the but God? Is my life? But God is my sufficiency, but God is my freedom, but God is my victory. I may not be living in victory right now. I may not be completely saying no to these fleshly desires, but Christ is my victory. And he's showing me and guiding me and teaching me that I don't really need those things in my life. That's what transforms. That's what changes. The external circumstances may or may not. If I demand that they change, then I'm living I'm living before the but God i 'm living out of the feeling i 'm living out of the circumstance, which we all do at times so and god god 's still in us there, and he 's still our sufficiency, and he 's still our life and he 's still our source and he 's not condemning us, and he 's not beating oh boy, look at you matt you 're not living from the but god no he he' not doing that it 's all by invitation it 's all but this is the walking by the spirit where we get to choose, we underestimate the power of our our ability to choose which life source we're going to live from. We already have the life source, but God. But are we choosing to live from the but Christ in me? Now, his circum- the circumstances of your life may lead you to a desperation of saying, but God, absolutely. I think that that can absolutely happen to us, and it does. Um, that's That can be how God can use these difficulties in our lives these challenges in our lives um, because it's it's those things that we get to actually exercise our faith trust and dependence and that that's what brings Christ's life in us into action because then we choose to trust him to live his life in and through us in the midst of those difficulties I mean Paul understood this and in in second corinthians he's he's talking about the this this overwhelming difficult circumstances that he's dealing with and going and sharing the gospel in 2 Corinthians 4. And he's, he's talking about, like, like, we're, we're, he's like, he says, we're afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not despairing. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're struck down, but not destroyed. I mean, he's talking about the physical, the physical uh, things, the, the threats that he's facing. But he says, always carrying out in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested. You, see, you get that? So, the, so he's we're facing. He's got to this point where he realizes he's facing these circumstances, but the life of Christ is now manifesting itself through him in the midst of these circumstances. Paul's living in the but God, in the Christ, in him. He's putting the trouble in the front. He's putting the but God at the end. It's God's perspective. He's living in the Christ in him. Did that change the fact that he was being persecuted, that they were being threatened to be killed every day? Um, Absolutely not. There's no sign of that in Scripture at all. But he he continued to actually experience those things. You will continue. I will continue to to experience the beating down of life, if you will. It'll happen. The losses will continue to come. The temptations will continue to come. All those can be of faith. What if we looked at those differently as not as something to be dreaded, but as faith opportunities to choose to live and walk by the Spirit, which lives in us, to live in the but God. He knows he knew the truth. Paul knew the truth there, and he's living from the truth. It doesn't mean that these external situ- uh, situations are going to change. And like I said, oftentimes they don't. But guess what transforms? We do. The At least the invitation is there. We can be transformed by the renewing of our mind in facing the strife, the struggles, the chaos, the losses, all of that, the temptations, any of that, because... We are choosing to walk by the Spirit and to trust Christ as our life in the midst of that. It changes, I think it, ch- it can change our perspective on the external situations. because we begin to live from the internal, from the life of Christ in us. I'm not saying this is easy, but this is the invitation. And this is why I think this is the way it goes in, in this life. As we get to then choose what are we going to trust in. Because if I'm putting all my eggs in the basket of external situations changing and then they don't, boy, oh, boy, am I going to be crushed? Am I going to be disappointed? Am I going to be focused on that? And the enemy wants me to stay there. And I think most of us are living in that. We want to escape these circumstances. We want, And I know I have at times. We don't know how to deal with them. We don't know how to operate in them. And so then we and then we don't know how to trust Christ as our life in the midst of those situations. Well, I'm convinced that's the case with pornography addiction as well. We don't know how to operate in the midst of that temptation coming to us. We don't know what we have in Christ, the fullness that we have in Christ. We're not living from the but God. We're living before. Oh boy, here comes the temptation. I know I'm going to fail at this. I've never been able to resist up to this point in time, so I'm doomed. Versus I've got the inner life in me. I've got the life of Christ in me. I'm dead to sin. I don't really want that. I don't really need that. I'm choosing now to trust you, Christ, in me. And I'm convinced that most people just want to escape as as me included. I'm included in this a lot of times. But I'm learning this. This is why I'm living in this but God. Because if we don't know this inner life, we're we're always trying to manipulate and control and fix and cope with the externals, with the circumstances of life. We want to escape it. We want to numb it. We want to get away from it. We want to... What if Christ in you, the presence of Christ in you, is more than sufficient and more than enough in the midst of all of that? But if we don't know this inner life, this Christ in me, this but God then we, we understand, we kind of think the Christian life is all about us trying to figure it out and trying to change these situations. But we're invited to live differently. We're invited to live from Christ in us. We have a new life source now. The external situations may or may not change. We're going to all experience loss, but we can choose, can choose in the moment where we're living, before the but or after the but. And I get it. The soul is always up and down. The emotions are always up and down. And and, and what's going on in the soul and coming at us through the world, to, there's always going to be a resistance to what's going on in our spirit. There's always going to be that. We're pulled and tugged in every different direction. Our feelings are up and down. Sometimes we're high as a kite, and other times we are in the valley. And that's where the difference is seen in our life. It's where the difference because in the in the moment of that feelings up and down, thoughts up and down, temptations all over the place. In that moment, there's a there's a stillness. There's a there's a there's a rest. There's a peace. There's a spirit that's joined to your spirit. There's a oneness. There's a union. There's a there's a relationship. There's a there's a source that lives within. Do we dare know it? Do we dare know the fullness that we have in Christ? Do we dare know the freedom? Do we dare know the but God? If we're trying to produce something else, it's just really going to be, maybe it'll work for a little while. Maybe it's going to be some external results, but only Christ can live the Christian life. Only Christ can live in and through you. And he's inviting us to choose him as His source, as our source, in the midst of these challenges, to say, "But God, I realize that you know we say, I realize this situation stinks, Lord. I don't want to be in it. I'm feeling horrible, and my thoughts are all over the place. My feelings are all up and down, all over the place. This is it's this really hurts to go through this. But Lord, I don't draw my life from any of those things." You, Lord, are my life. You are my sufficiency in this very moment. Maybe those are the words you need to hear right now from the Spirit of God in you. Lord, maybe He's whispering to you right now. He's maybe it's not a whisper. He's shouting to you, but you, you haven't been able to hear it for so long. I am your life. I am your sufficiency. I am enough. I am enough, but God. My favorite, one of my favorite, but God verses. I'm going to share this to end. I went too long as I, as I always do. But I, I just get so passionate about this, and this is so important. But it's, this, it's actually an Old Testament story. It's Joseph. It's the Genesis 50:20. I always remember this because it's the Genesis 50:20 verse of my life, and I go to this all the time. Joseph, of course, you know. I'm Not going to go into the whole story of Joseph, but sold off sold off by his brothers into slavery, went into jail, prison, and comes back, and he's confronted by his brothers. Or his brothers are there in front of him. And, and the brothers are like, wow, they're, they're afraid. They're, they're thinking Joseph's going to get back at them. And you know all of this. And, and Joseph, you know, there's, there's, he says to them first in 19, don't be afraid because I am here because God wants me to be here. But then he, verse 20, this is the verse. And so maybe this is where you, what you need to hear today. He says this. He says, you intended to harm me But God intended it for good. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. But God intended it for good. Wow, to have that perspective. I want that perspective. I want that renewing in my mind and that. Cuz I've already I'm I'm in a better condition than Joseph was. He didn't have the spirit of God living in him. I'm actually more <laughs> I'm better off than Joseph was. I've got the living Christ living in me. But boy to have that perspective to say, "Man, my brother sold me into slavery and that that was meant for evil." but God has intended it for good and he's using it for my good and for other people's good. My goodness, what a perspective change. That's my prayer for myself. That's my prayer for you to live in the but God. Are you living in the evil, the focus? the Is your focus on the evil, the loss, the temptation, the discomfort, the feelings, the all of those things? That was that's intended to harm you or you focused on the but God intends it for good. He can use whatever that's going to be, whatever hardships that he can use that and he will use that. And we can choose to see those, all those externals differently. it's not God bringing them down on us, but God loving us perfectly in the midst of all of those and revealing himself to us as our life. I'll share one more verse and I'll, I'll let you go for today. But Jesus, Jesus says these, these words in Matthew, in Matthew 19, and it's powerful words. Well, these are the words of Jesus. He says, and he's talking with his disciples and he says this with man this is impossible. He's talking about before this is talking about the entering the kingdom of God with man. This is impossible. In other words, you doing it in your own works, doing it in your own righteousness, impossible. But with God, all things are possible. But with God, Christian brother and sister that are listening to this, you have the living Christ living in you. Christ in you is where you can choose to live from today. He is your hope. He is your source. He is your life. He is your freedom. And as we choose that, the circumstances may change or not. But if that's my goal, to get the circumstances to change, I'm going to continue to be frustrated, discouraged, disappointed, But if I choose to live from the very life of him in me, then all things are possible and God intends to work it all out for my good. I either believe that or I don't. And God's convincing me more and more. It's his faithfulness. It's not even my faith. Don't count on your faith today. Don't count on your commitment today. Don't count on your commitment or or discipline or whatever you are looking to, to come through for you. Count on Christ in you. He's already come through for you. He lives in you. And he will come through for you today, not to necessarily change external circumstances, but to reveal to you that you have everything you need in him. But God, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You've got everything you need today. Trust him. And you can live from this, but God, because it's already true. We've got something better than Joseph and David have. We've got the living Christ living in us. He is your life. He is your source. He's your hope. He's your freedom. You have it all today. You're not lacking any of those things. And now God's simply convincing you that it's true. That's the, that's the, that's Christian growth. You want to know what Christian growth is? I'm living in after the, but God but he's convincing me that all these things are true and I'm choosing to believe him. I'm choosing to believe him. I pray this encourages you today. That choice can be made today. You can live in this freedom of not trying to manipulate external circumstances, but living in the freedom of Christ in you, but God, and I'm confident that he's working in your life. I know he is. Well, please reach out to us if you'd like to uh, ask any questions or if you want to pursue one-on-one coaching, we do uh, offer that. Uh, Please reach out to us. Send us an email. We'll leave our our contact information in the description. Uh, You can reach out to us and find out more information. As we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.